Hi, I'm Kate Chisholm from the Curious Collective podcast, conversations designed to create awareness around holistic and spiritual approaches to living your best life. Tap into the wisdom and knowledge of our guests to help yourself heal, transform and live as your true soulful self. Super excited about being here today because we're here with Tracy McMahon, one of my favorite people, and uh, I love everything that she does. And this has been a conversation I've been wanting to have since I started this podcast. So I don't tend to fluff around at the start. We're going to drop straight into chatting to Trace and, and coming into this space. So how are you going today? Mm, I'm so stoked to be here. Thank you so much for having me. Very, I just, you know, like we were just speaking before we came on about like all the, you know, sometimes we've got all the different hats that we need to wear in life. And then when you come from one space to another, how how to actually call yourself into the present moment and how to bring you back into presence. So I really felt like we could actually start with that before we get speaking. Oh, what a great idea. And bef- and because we both use oils and love them and, and you know, doTERRA is our like main gig, I thought let's grab our frankincense mm-hmm. and you have got your um, spearmint mm-hmm. and I am choosing lavender because frankincense and lavender are the divine blend of the masculine and feminine oh nice and so it allows me to not tip from one scale to the next but actually come into my grounded presence calling both forward and also lavender is the oil of communication so she really like opens up our channel allows us to speak from our heart and communicate what we're trying to say from a heart-centered space rather than our little ego mind (laughs) and frankincense is the oil of truth so he helps us to speak from our heart our truth and so I feel like you know going into this podcast today would be so great if we just come from that space and then anyone listening to this if you need to pop a drop of each into the palm of your hand rub them together just like feel the beautiful energy of the oils but also breathe them in and then if we can just like close down our eyes for a moment put one hand on your heart the other hand wherever you like so your womb your solar plexus both on your heart and let's just Hmm. calling yourself home and being really present with yourself and what's happening for you right at this moment is really important for us Mm -hmm. I think that especially with the adventure that we're on in the world right now (laughs) I feel like anytime you feel scattered stuck you know overwhelmed or out of control the best thing to do is just close down your eyes place your hands back on your heart and just come home to yourself. I love it so much. And I refer to it as well as like connect to your breath and the power within, like know that all the answers and wisdom that you seek are are inside. You know, we're always, you sort of seem to grasp externally for all the answers instead of doing what you've sort of just spoken into. So yeah, I love that. Thank you. It's interesting, isn't it? Like I think, you know, we've been conditioned to look outside of ourselves for everything and yet 
everything outside of ourselves can just amplify what we already are. So if, you know, we're seeking things, but we're, we're gravitating towards toxicity, then that creates more of that within us. Whereas if we align ourselves with that beautiful positive energy that's going to help and support us to move forward, then, you know, we're going to attract more of that. Just excuse me a minute. I'm just so good. And the awareness too, I think, you know, as we learn these things, we only know what we know. So as these sort of things come into our field, we can really tap into that and have a new found awareness that can bring us closer to that. I think that's so beautiful. I, my favorite woman that's ever walked was Maya Angelou. And she had a quote that said, once we know better, we do better. Oh, yeah. And I, I, I love it. I use it all the time because I think that, you know, we can judge ourselves on what we've done. Mm-hmm. and how we've responded or how we've acted but it leads us to a space where we learn and then once we've learned and we know better it allows us to do better so we get to start again in any given moment with the knowledge that we now have so it's it's, it's a beautiful space to be in so good and offers self-forgiveness too mm. we've always battled you know the self-sabotage demons it's a nice yes. place to start from <laughs> that judge in your head in your head is just like out of control some days I tell you what oh judge Judy in that head of yours Uh, it is so great great to have you here with us today I would love you to introduce yourself and your business and what it is that you do okay well for those of you that I haven't met which will be all of your people I would imagine my name is Tracy McMahon and uh, our business with my husband, Cameron, is called Ijiri Earth. And it, in African mythology, because we're both obsessed with Africa, it, it means the essence of life. Mm, and so we, we created that. Cam, Cam found that, that name years and years ago. And I remember saying to him, babe, no one's going to be able to pronounce it. Like, <laughs> we can't go with that. It's actually been so beautiful. So, and it just pretty much sums up what we do. So Cam's obsessed about the environment and helping to regenerate mother nature and take care of her and love her. And I'm more about the people and taking care of the people so that they do better because when people know better, they can do better. So, yeah. So I do a lot of um, my main my main thing that I do is is be one-on-one with people or group workshops in the healing and understanding of self. Mm. And so just holding space for people in whatever space I need to be in, whether it's circles, online workshops, in-person, one-on-one situations, however it comes to me is how I sit to hold the space for people and allow them to come to their own answers. Mm. Using tools such as the doTERRA oils, I am a little bit tad obsessed with them. <laughs> uh, Me too. I have to say. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so that pretty much um, encompasses everything that I do. Mm. And, yeah, I love every minute of it. And let me tell you, you are very good at it. Like I love coming to your events. I love being in your presence. Keep doing the amazing things that you're doing. Oh, thank you. I saw your beautiful property too and the work that Cam has done to rejuvenate nature. And just to be in that space is like, 
Oh, imagine if so many people on the planet started to do this sort of thing. It'd be such a different place. Mm. It's such a, like we moved here 20 years ago. We're in Mount Nathan on the Gold Coast and um, we moved here 20 years ago. There was two trees on the property. It's a half an acre block. Mm. And I think he's up to about, goodness knows, 4,000, maybe more trees. Oh, that he's man. <laughs> and then... Um, in 2020, he we got to get him out of the hospital where he was working as a mental health nurse that was like slowly killing his soul. Mm. And he built elevated walkways throughout the rainforest. And we have deck areas where we hold the circles and mm. it's just absolutely beautiful. It's and pure I mean, bliss. Half my work's done just because <laughs> of the decks <laughs> and the trees. Mm. It's like Mother Nature does all the work for me now. So it's, yeah, yeah it's such a gift and being able to do your beautiful work in that space too such a blessing what a hard place to to work it's just <laughs> like somebody said to me the other day you must find it hard to leave here and I go you're joking I don't even want to like I don't I make mm. any any possible excuse to see people here because I know the healing benefits that it has yeah yeah, mm. yeah they take away that goodness with them yeah 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 so the latest work that I've seen you working yeah. with is helping others to sort of tap into uh, if they're an empath or any empathic skills do you want to talk into that a little bit mm, yeah this is this has been coming up for me over the last probably four months um identifying as an empath in this world and just just how overwhelming it can be for empaths mm. to because i just to to speak to what an empath is for a moment for those of you that maybe don't understand it empaths are highly sensitive to energy they are highly sensitive to other people's emotions and pain you can be sitting in a room full of people walking into that room and feeling great and within minutes you can feel quite oh my gosh I feel so quite overwhelmed mm -hmm. and so we can absorb other people's trauma pain energy emotions and so for for those of us that really don't understand what it is, you can actually think that something's wrong with you. Mm. Like you can, you can think, oh my God, why am I so anxious all the time? Why do I feel depressed when there's nothing really going on in my life that I should be feeling this bad? And so to, to understand it a bit, I show a visualisation of imagine that you've gone and bought a white T-shirt and you'd never, ever wear it, but you just put it out on the clothesline and you just leave it there. Mm. And over days, weeks, months and years, that T-shirt just gets dirtier and dirtier and dirtier. And that is just like picking up energy and anything that's happening in the environment is just sticking itself to that white T-shirt. Mm. That's how an empath can feel. Oh, man. Could you imagine? What an analogy. Like, could you imagine? So unless we know how to take that t-shirt off the clothesline take it inside clean it wash it look after it it's never going to be as white of what it was the day you bought it like the day that we were born we're perfectly a white t-shirt yeah it's never going to be back at that level of whiteness but we can actually wear it and it look like a white t-shirt again mm -hmm. So brilliant analogy that makes so mm, much sense to me. Mm, that's and that's how I when I was disempowered when I didn't even know what this empathy was. Mm. 
I could go from zero to a hundred anger in a second and like not even and think, God, why am I this angry? Mm. You know, so um, yeah, so now I'm I'm spending a lot of time one-on-one, but I'm also doing these online workshops, teaching people what an empath is, mm. how to manage it, and how to understand the superpowers mm. of an empath. That's because the part that I love. <laughs> oh, oh. It's so exciting because, you know, like you speak to these people that, that are empaths and they just feel so disempowered mm. and so overwhelmed and yet I'm saying to them, you've just been taught to feel that. Mm. Like we've been conditioned because empaths are powerful. Like we have an amazing ability to feel what's going on in the collective. If we don't understand what to do with that, then of course, you know, you're feeling overwhelmed by the current adventure. It's too much. I can't do this. I've had the best two years of my life because I've allowed my superpowers to fully guide me to where I need to be, what I need to do, who I need to help. And therefore I felt so grounded, so excited Mm. because I see nothing but good coming. Mm. Just like that quantum flip of deciding, like, all right, this is what I'm going to do now because I have an awareness of this and I'm going to just go with it and see where it takes me. And I love that. Mm. Trusting and allowing in the process. Yes. And I think, you know, like if if people, whether they've just started their journey, whether they don't even know they're on a journey, Mm. whether they've been on it for a while, whether they're a healer and just need reminding, Mm. like it's been amazing because I've had every people in every part of the process coming Mm. and so it's it's so beautiful to watch somebody wake up Mm. and see that shine come into their eyes where they see oh my gosh (laughs) I I actually think I've seen magic like that's you know to that beautiful state to somebody that's been on the path for years and years and years who maybe has just let go of the basics Mm. and stopped doing the things that they know they need to do in order to nourish and take care of themselves so you know and and so from all walks of life to all varying degrees of the process I'm just watching these people just come into their power and and yeah it's it's just been so beautiful I've loved it so beautiful I was just blessed enough to be part of your you did like a three-day online awareness training sort of just tapping into the main things about it and and that was fascinating. I was getting all these key takeaways going like, oh, what? You know, and the way you just word it so beautifully with the analogies, especially the T-shirt one to just draw people back to it. But something that really stood out for me, and you just spoke into it then, was that nourishment, like that key to supporting being an empath is that self-care part. Can mm. you tell us a bit more about that mm. for you? I can. And it's, um, it's something that a lot of us, I mean, I, we have all like, let's face it, humans have been conditioned to not take care of ourselves. So that nobody's worried about our health right now. That's <laughs> like, let's throw that out there. We've not been taught how to take care of ourselves. We've just been told how to like, I don't know, anyway. Um, and so I've come from like, that conditioned belief of not being good enough, not being enoughness, um, being ugly, being this, being the, all the stuff that goes on with self-hatred and, you know, and all the things that you do and you 
make decisions based on those feelings of being not good enough mm. and not even believing you're somebody that has these superpowers that there's girls cracking on about <laughs> as being an empath. You know, like I, I remember being really triggered by people that would speak like me mm. because I think, oh, well, that's not me and that's not happening. Mm. And then it was obviously that's why I'm so obsessed with these oils because it was that that started the journey of self-care for me. And so um, somebody that like I've been a hairdresser for over 34 years and constantly sacrificing myself for my clients, no food, no toilet, no breaks, mm. no sleep, no, oh, you name it. And that just filtered out to everything that I did, always putting myself last. Mm. And I watched, should I tell a story about the aromatic dressing? Yes. Okay. All right. <laughs> Because that was the kicker. This yeah. was the this was the key. This was the day that I was handed the key to my empathic, yeah, superpowers. So uh, not having a very good relationship with my body. And let's just face it, you're not always, you're not, you're not ever going to be a perfect being that you love yourself every single day. So just know that this isn't a every day I love myself because there's still some moments. But what I recognize now is those moments when they happen, it's a good trigger for me to go, oi, you've stopped doing the things mm. that nourish you. And so I'd watch this woman um, speak about this process called aromatic dressing. And that's where you get a bowl and you fill it with some carrier oil, like your fractionated coconut oil we use, or people could use a hoba whatever you like to use mm. to put on your body. And then you choose oils based on how you would like to feel. The oils have an amazing um, ability because they're so pure and they're from mother nature. Our bodies recognize them. So they don't try and like repel them. They actually take them in and they can actually turn lights back on in us that have been switched off mm. forever. And so you, you choose oils based on how you want to feel and then you stand there naked in the bathroom and you apply these oils to yourself. And as you do, Vanessa Jean, her name is, she's the most beautiful goddess of doTERRA. Mm, she was saying, oh, my gosh, she was saying that you, um, you know, you thank your body for all she does and da da da, da. I'm thinking, oh, my goodness, <laughs> I was so triggered by her. I just wanted to like stop watching. I just thought this is like so wrong because as far as I, that was so alien to me to mm. think that massaging, unless it was going to be like suntan lotion that I could burn myself in the sun to get a tan so that my fat looked better brown, that would be the only time I would rub something mm. on myself. So at the time I was, um, I'd watched the movie Jim Carrey's Yes Man. <clears throat> yep. And so I, I took it on and I thought just for some fun, I'm going to say yes to things that I normally wouldn't. And so a friend of mine was beginning her business. So she was going to all these networking events. So I had to say yes. She was going to women's circles <laughs> that I'd never been to. So I had to say yes. And I was so anti all of it because I was in such a masculine phase of my life that I repelled anything to do with that. So this yes man's started me on this journey of saying yes to things that I would normally say no to and so for the aromatic dressing I thought okay let's do it for a week 
I have to say yes to this. It's going to have a time limit. I'm not doing this forever. This is going to be horrific. So I said yes. And on day one, broke the speed record (laughs) for how fast a woman can put oils over her body and say yes to us, thank you to herself. So I was like slapping them on so fast and just going, <laughs> yeah, yeah, thank you, yeah, yeah, whatever, whatever, whatever. Day two wasn't much better. Mm. Day two, I probably slowed down a little bit, but really, probably a second was different. Mm. On day three, day three, I um, and I just want to recognize Dallas. I always like to just honor Dallas. Um, for the lessons that she taught me. She was a client of mine that I just absolutely adored. When I first met Dallas, she was um, about 50 years old and like vivacious, Mm. exciting, loved life, like was naughty, very cheeky woman, (laughs) Um, which like I just loved. And so, and she had like so, such great clothes and everything about her. I loved it. She was about a size 20 maybe size 22 I don't know but around that that sort of sized woman plus size anyway about 12 months after I met her she um, got diagnosed with motor neurone disease Mm. and so I, I watched her come in each month and slowly she just started to deteriorate to the point where she was put into an old age home Mm. by the age of about 51 and I mean I just like that breaks my heart to think Mm. that that's where you that's the only place that she could go because she couldn't feed herself. She couldn't walk. Mm. She couldn't go to the toilet. You name it. She couldn't do it, but she did have, she could move one finger. Mm. And so that's how we would talk Mm. by texting. So I would go there once a month to the old age home and I'd bleach her hair and put it into a mohawk and make her feel amazing. (laughs) And, and I'd take the whole afternoon off so that I could sit and lie in bed with Dallas and we'd watch movies. Here mm. it comes. I can't, I can't speak about this without crying. Um, <clears throat> so this, this particular day we're watching this movie and I was jibbing her about something. And I looked over and I thought, oh, my goodness gracious. She, not only could she not do anything, but she was now skeletal. Mm. Like there was nothing left of her. She was just so nothing. There was not one ounce of fat on that body and nothing to sustain her. And I, I started beating myself up in my head going, you selfish cow. Yeah. How can you be like, you can't even like rub oils on yourself because she's so fat. Mm. And yet this woman would give anything to be able to be the yeah. size you are, the yeah. size she was. Um, so that she could be with her kids and her partner and like so it was all about me to start with as it is as an empath Uh, it's all about me and so like I was like bashing myself up inside my head I got outside to the car and I just remember sitting there for probably about 40 minutes an hour and just bawling my eyes out for that woman thinking that is not where she wanted to end up that is not how her life should have looked and how dare I not like respect her by you know doing this so I went home that night and I was in the bathroom I used to like make sure the door was locked so Cam couldn't come in halfway through because it would have been just just so disturbing and so I'm putting the oils on myself and I just went wow and so I just started thanking my legs for the ability to stand 
and the ability to walk. Like I'm a hairdresser. I need to be able to stand up in order to do people's hair, you know, like, and, and so I started to like just slowly rub the oil in and just say thank you so much mm. and like deep I got gratitude to my, oh, such gratitude for the fact that I can mm. and then I got to my belly which like oh, what the heck but you know like you have born life mm. out of that part of you mm. like Katie like what a what a gift that women actually can can create life in mm. their stomach and give birth to another human being. Yeah. And I say even that though- to my kids all the time. I'm like, I grew your bones, you know. <laughs> and I can break no. Um, <laughs> but like, you know, even though I haven't had a baby, it's been like, like I have birthed so much of, so much creativity, so much has been created. And I have nurtured and taken care of so many people over my career that, it stands to reason that I would have this Buddha belly where I'm holding on to all this creation, you know? So then I got to my boobs and I, <laughs> I stopped myself years ago bagging them because I didn't want to like draw anything to myself mm-hmm. that would make me reduce them. So, but I could never understand why I have these, these monstrous things on my chest. And, and then I realized like as a healer, a lot of people with me at the end will just hug me or through the through the process will hug me mm. and a lot of them end up lying their head on my boobs mm. and so they're like two big pillows that make people feel really comfy and safe and you know so that was the turning point so I just you know I always honor Vanessa Jean for triggering me so much with that but being that woman that is unapologetically herself and just shows everybody and teaches people what it is that she does that has helped and supported her. So I just really want to honor Vanessa. Um, and then to honor Dallas to just, you know, to just show me in that moment, just to appreciate this vessel for what it does for us, regardless of what we perceive it looks like. The ultimate self care ultimate and that that led me on a journey of total like instead of being a martyr and self-sacrificing to starting to do things that I love to put myself a bit ahead of people and 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 start to fill my cup so that I can have overflowing amounts of energy so that I can actually do more and that's what's happened Mm. and when I I don't love that when I don't do it I notice it yeah and and you can draw back to it I remember you Mm. saying in your third day when you were talking into the superpower of it is um something that stood out for me is you'll get into a conversation with your partner Cam where it's like it becomes all about you and you're like oh that's right it's not all about me and that's and then you realize oh I've been neglecting the self-care part (laughs) I'm back Mm. in that mindset and an, an empath that's not in their power or is tired or has not done, you know, the things that they should have done or, you know, all the stuff. And it's like all of us, we're all like that, but we start to like personalise everything. Mm. And instead of being there for that person in their pain or whatever they're doing, it's all about us. Mm. Like, oh, why are you like that? It must be me. I must have done something to annoy you. And that just causes even more pressure, doesn't it? Yeah. 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 
I love the knowledge you have all around this. And it's, it's all through your own experiences that you're able to share from such a place of embodiment, like to be able to help others and guide them into, you know, their superpower. So what's some advice that you might have for people who think they might be an empath or just want to explore that for themselves? My advice would be to start to have a little read about it. Like actually even just go on Google and just Google what's an empath and just start to see how many of the boxes you tick. Because believe me, if you think you're an empath, you're an empath <laughs> and you'll tick those boxes. And then what you do is it's, it's about like gaining knowledge. It's about understanding it and then being shown how to actually work with it, how to take care of your energy how to understand when I'm overwhelmed, how to all oh, tap into those superpowers. Mm. And so that's why I've been like guided to create this course that we're just about like we're three quarters of the way through the first one that we've done. And it has been like, wow, <laughs> what has happened for the women in that? I'm just looking going, wow. Um, and so the next one starts next Wednesday. And I've already got, like, I was just having a look here and we've already got like six women actually jumping into that. Fantastic. And, you know, they're all at varying degrees of their journey. Some mm. are healers. Some don't even recognize that they're an empath yet, but they've got a curiosity about it. Mm. And so that's what I love about this work. Oh, because, I love people with curiosity. Oh, I love it. Um, <laughs> And we get to all be together. And so yeah. how great when you find a tribe, when you yeah. find people that are talking the same language and you don't feel you don't feel uncomfortable speaking about this stuff yeah. with. Like I think that, you know, so many empaths that I meet are surrounded by people that just don't get them. Yeah. And so therefore they shut down or they don't speak or they don't talk about how they feel yeah. or, you know, and so to be amongst a group of your own kind <laughs> mm, mm. is just so nourishing in itself. Yeah. That beautiful sort of soul-led connection. And, mm. and, and I refer to it all the time as a conscious community because it's a place that's safe with no judgment and you feel seen and heard. And that to me, they're like my top values. Cause I'm like, yep, I'm in. <laughs> yeah. 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 So thank you so much for creating such an amazing space that people can drop into and, and learn about these new sorts of things. The curious ones yeah it's great I love it so thank you so much is there anything else that you wanted to share with the listeners before we part ways I just um no my message mainly is to know that everything you have everything you need in life is already within you mm. sometimes you've just got to close down your eyes put your hand on your heart and just you know plug yourself back into yourself mm-hmm. and then you'll find your answers I love that. Thank you so, so much for taking the time to be here with us. And my pleasure. Enjoy the next round of your beautiful empath course. What's it called, your new course? It's called Awakened Awakened Empath. Mm -hmm. It starts on um, next Wednesday, the 2nd of March. Excellent. Um, and I've, I've released it at half price this time because we wanted to honour the, um, the energy of the 22222. So, yeah, so if you, um, I can send you through the um, event and anybody that would like to have a look at it, quite welcome to message and ask me questions. Pop it in the uh, text part of of the podcast. So if you're looking to even reach out to Tracy at Ajiri, please do so. Beautiful. Thanks Thanks for having me. See you soon. Bye.